let's just have an episode where we keep trying to connect. Okay. He he, he said his hi like uh, ten seconds sa- later or something. And like a samurai. Hoi! <laughs> I thought it was samurai. Hi. You don't Samurai like- High has found me. You're not listening to an anime musical. No. You're listening to the season finale of season four. Time to lean in. Here's a song with special guest Bruce K of the K Bunch, the K Corral Tabernacle. Yeah, I'm just thinking like a, a, kung, a kung fu high. Ha! Hi! Ha! I prefer Kung Pao. Kung Pao. <laughs> it sound that sounds good. Good. Mm. At least takeout is essential. It is. It is. Well, um, welcome to special, special, extra special guest Bruce K. That's hey, me. I'm Bruce. No, I'm sorry. No, oh, you imposter. <laughs> What what does Cartoon Bruce's voice sound like? <laughs> cartoon Bruce. Well, you know, we all have a cartoon version of like, hi, I'm oh. Sean. Like, hi, I'm hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Rob. They're all very. <laughs> Bruce is. I don't know. I'd have to work on a Bruce voice. Mm. Bruce, talk a little bit longer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just do the show and we'll come back. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we'll we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll see. No, yeah. I can't do it yet. That was, that was it's kind of a, it. a slurred drawl kind of a, a Western <laughs> voice, right? That, that's right. But with an air of sophistication. In in, in upper <laughs> upper grade plains voice. <laughs> or emphasis or, on the upper. Or maybe or maybe We're the not right. It could be the naughty Nazi voice. I sometimes do like this. No. Do you have, do we, I, we have ways of making you do your accent. Do you have your papers? They are not in order, yeah. Uh, no. You you can make fun of the Nazis now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. They were making fun of the Nazis at the time. I think Nazis have always been fair game to make fun of. Yeah, Charlie Chaplin, 1940. Well, he was just pissed off that Hitler stole his mustache idea. He probably did. I wonder what the origin of that mustache style actually is. I do think he was upset about uh, Hitler for other reasons other than that. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so? Br- Bruce, Bruce is here and Bruce has actually been on the show twice, but not as a guest yet. Just as uh, John does these field reports. For those of you just joining the show already in progress, every now and then John goes back to Rapid City and and, uh, does a field report, and Bruce has been on a couple of those. One of our more famous ones was the abandoned Taco John's. Oh, the Taco John's episode. It was great. It was great. (sighs) We still don't have that sponsorship yet, though. Yeah, Yeah, so we haven't asked properly. (laughs) have to try harder next time well i'll tell you what's been on my my mind recently um it is very serious my mind my my mind my mind yeah there you go uh it it is the um is what we're going to put into the nullseum and establishing this nullseum 
it's like a, it's like a, a Knowles museum, right? The Knollsium. Yeah, it's the the ancestral Knowles home. Are, are you talking about the um, the crawl space? <laughs> well, that that's just a one. That, that's is one that... wing of the museum. Because <laughs> we we dug through some archives there. Well, well yeah, the everybody hid hid their liquor in there, their beer when they were in high school. Or, in my case, um, I decided I would make alcoholic root beer or something or cherry soda. Well, see, it all goes back to the Barneses, <laughs> right? Because you've talked about the Barneses, right? <laughs> okay, so the they're, Barneses they're used to used to make their own root beer. I remember it was it was delicious, and so I was inspired by this. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I said, yeah, I asked my Aunt Faith one time, well, you know, how do you do that? And she goes, well, you know, you just follow this recipe and you go, you can get the bottles down at Black Hill Staple and Spice or something and get a bottle capper. So I did all that and I decided, well, you know, what would happen if I just, you know, mixed some alcohol in there and really not thinking it through. Knowles's aren't particularly known for the chemistry skills. Typically is music, but... We can't be good at everything. So consequently, <laughs> all these bottles exploded in the basement, uh, you know, a few weeks later, creating quite. So if you ran into anything sticky down in the crawl space, I hope you didn't get the wrong impression. <laughs> that, that's a famous one, definitely. I think some of the empty bottles were still there years later. <laughs> I'm sure there are pieces of glass maybe, maybe they've down been, there. They've been thrown free by the force of the explosion. What were we doing in there? We were just what? I, I remember at one point we were in there looking for something. Was it <laughs> That's something? That's usually to what people sound? do in there. <laughs> well, right. I guess that was kind of a dumb sentence. But um, no. what were we looking? For? Were we looking for something in particular, like a album or? <laughs> or a... <laughs> I, I don't know. There are so many uh, fruitless searches into that place. No, you know, me, one time we were looking because we were trying to come up with a different sound effect. So we went in there and that's where we found Ed or Ed, the elephant, elephant dick. But it was a, it was like, I think it was it, it a was thing for weird. a dryer. Yes, it was a piece of hose for a dryer. <laughs> but that we had a lot of fun <laughs> it was with not that. not literally a dick. Unlike yours truly. No, no, there was not. Yeah, I know. Okay. I was hoping our listeners wouldn't. Assume that there was actually a, an elephant dick in. <laughs> well, boy, you know that spare piece of dryer exhaust tubing was hours of entertainment for us. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It really could emphasize the stereo. <laughs> I, 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 and, and I'm going to say probably uh, you you know, years, yeah. years later. After that, I remember one very, very cold winter, and we were all sitting upstairs in the living room after you got done with your exploration, possibly, and uh, remarking about how damn cold it was in the living room, how it never used to be this cold. And and so somebody went down there and looked, and somebody, whoever had been, it may have been you, it could have been me or somebody else, crawling around there down there had knocked all the ductwork down. And so... <laughs> There's no yeah, heat going into the upstairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why your root beer exploded. There you go. You know, the other place about the, uh, the crawl space was that one time my father thought that, that maybe that it had some possibilities. You know, what if we 
you know, just dug all the dirt out of it and we could make another room in there. Yeah. So we thought we all, we need he thought we need to have a bigger entry into it. So he had us go down there with yeah, hammers and chip funny. away, chip away at, <laughs> at the bottom of this, this, the concrete lip there, which was the bottom of that crawl space. And I, I suppose after, after about 20 years, we made it about an inch down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There it still go. looks like it was made from a blast. <laughs> oh, you need a jackhammer like or something. Prison break or somebody with spoons <laughs> was trying to, to, to dig it out. Someday somebody else will live in that house and they come and see that opening and wonder what is the deal. Well, our old house had a crawl space too, and we used to crawl in there. I guess that's <laughs> what you do in a crawl space. There's only space to crawl, but. uh for one, I remember one year we set up a little area down there with a carpet, and I don't know. Well, when earlier, uh, we we meaning we kids used to uh, use that kind of informal play space. So we'd go in and and make forts, and uh, because there's always so many things you could pile up and in, into different <laughs> or you know or, or and I, I hate to use the term, but uh, we would make a spook house. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's no. not cool anymore. But right, you could say haunted house. Yeah, but you you would basically go in there and it was this small maze made out of boxes and blankets, <laughs> and wh- whoever was the customer for this would would crawl through it. Oh no! And then I guess other people who were participating in it would stick their head out and yell something. I I don't know, remember exactly the particulars, but yeah. We uh, we had a good time there, and that that dusty, junk filled area. That I uh, I only remember going in there once. I think, and and and, and no offense to anyone, but in my memory, it re- kind of reminded me of that scene in Star Wars where they're uh, they fall in the uh, trash compactor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my in my in my yeah. mind, it, it, in my mind, it, <laughs> it, it it's like that, except the walls weren't closing in, but. But 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 there was a lot of crap. It smelled a little funny, and there was some Muppet-like, you know, snake that popped up from time to time, <laughs> and know. said, "Yeah, I, I think there's probably stuff under there. I don't know. It was Ed. Ed popped up. No, all okay. right. Well, Phil, what are you drinking? I'm I'm drinking uh uh." A Bruce K root beer. No, ha, you they wish. They have. Uh, they do. I, Hard root beer. They, yeah, it's a thing. They do have that. I, I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, um, let's see. Well, nothing. I'm done with it already. No, but it was a. Uh, I'm drinking ice water. It was. Uh, it was a Manhattan. Evan Williams again. Bottle and mm-hmm. bond. I'm. I'm very boring. I have like one thing. I it's should just lie. I should lie. I'm drinking a Groucho Marx. I wonder what what's in that. Uh, some <laughs> some grease, <laughs> something smoky. <laughs> um, I have got some some rye that's new to me. Um, it's rye, that, It's that Texas distillery that I talked about maybe a year and a half ago when I was down there that I I brought some back, and they they recently started distribute distributing 
the brand here in Minnesota, so I picked some up, and it's called Balconas or Balconies or Balcones. What's um, that mean? Balcony in Italian? I, I I think that we made that joke last time too. Yeah. Um, Did we? Oh, edit that out. Yeah. God, I always do. I'm repeating. I'm repeating <laughs> myself in each episode now. Well, uh, <laughs> nobody actually listens to them all, so it's pretty safe. Um. <laughs> Um, th- this this is a fast rye, forward through this part. <laughs> um, pot stilled, fifty percent alcohol by volume. I'm gonna pot stilled. Four twenty. It's not four twenty anymore, sadly though. <laughs> this, I, I'm surprised there's not an equivalent holiday for for booze. It's because every day is <laughs> especially now. Yeah, sadly, I I I don't know about. Everybody out there, but I've definitely upped my alcohol consumption during all this uh, pandemic time. I don't think you're alone. We are alone, but we're not alone. It's yeah. a weird paradox. Anyway, a very nice rye. It's 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 a little on the spicier side, although it's got this weird chocolate vibe going on with it, which is kind of fun. Not not one <laughs> I would mix in a Manhattan, but uh, nice nice sipper. Oh, you can make a. One of those cherry, chocolate cherry cordial things. Oh, God. <laughs> Bruce, what do you got? What do I well, help? Get, get me out of well, this. <laughs> okay. Well, I, well, so I'm, drink, I'm at the very bottom of this bottle of Dewar's Caribbean Smooth Rum Cask Finish Blended Scotch Whiskey. That's got a lot going on. Yeah, in there. yeah. There's a lot going on there, and I, I'm, I'm enjoying it, especially for the price. You know, it's, it's not sophisticated at all, but it's, uh, you know, it's nice, nice sipping whiskey. Are that's, you that's at, good Are you at the bottom of this bottle tonight? <laughs> yep. <laughs> tonight, it's barely. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to have to get caught up here. I'm going to need a break already. That's right. No, no. I've been nursing this one for a while, so. <laughs> Since prohibition, yeah, no, so it's, it's it's good it's to fun. have good recommendations for economy whiskeys for sure. Yeah, well, that's my that's usually my job. <laughs> <laughs> you got the market corner, got <laughs> So, um, yeah, we before the wind sets in. Oh, not the wind! <laughs> One of the things that uh, it's a restless wind. That I, I think if Rob were here, he would. My, oh, my Rob. dear brother Rob would 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 also agree with is that Bruce was an, a tremendous uh, cultural influence on us when we were growing up, <laughs> aka corrupter. Yeah, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm I'm being very uh, positive here. <laughs> and among among the things that I think he's responsible for, <laughs> um, introducing us to it. Uh, in no particular order, are I think the Beatles. Um, oh, and, and and by strange coincidence, I I don't know why that was. I think the album that we first listened to, thanks to our older, probably Scott too, actually, or other one of our other brothers, uh, was the White Album, which is an odd choice of a first oh. album. <laughs> that was the first one I was interested. Um, got really into as well. But I know that's the first one I got familiar with, and. Uh, I think Steely Dan was also uh, an early, early influence, and the Firesign Theater, oh yeah, comedy records uh, were a big one, big influence on 
our our tastes and peculiar senses of humor. And I so I I I, I think I would thank you for that. Maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe not everybody gets it, but yeah, yeah, yeah not it's, not it's everybody gets it because that's because I showed up one day with a trunk full of LPs and lived at your house, and then then you would take them out and scratch the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I probably was awful. And <laughs> hey, hey, Bruce, this is a great. <laughs> <laughs> there you go but that's when that's oh, little little fuckers that's when you were obsessed of course uh well that was the start of your obsession uh, no it was ongoing you were obsessed yeah when you when you came when you appeared originally when you came out with uh with with record players and <laughs> audios like oh my Wait, god john's gay no no oh god no. gross <laughs> Asshole. Oh, no. <laughs> he never. He never told me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think no matter what, it's it's inappropriate. No, it absolutely <laughs> in, inappropriate. <laughs> so, but I just remember you. You had this little record player when you were like two or yes. something, and you'd be bouncing up and down um, in your crib, just going nuts over things. And usually, they were like dad's old like marching band demo records he used to get these little 45s oh yeah all, yeah tons tons <laughs> of these really dumb dumb things that would kind of go along rocket that sort of i remember that one um we had no tune to it really but <laughs> <laughs> or, or really bad band arrangements oh. of pop music of the time oh yeah so it's like here here's some doors favorites for band <laughs> <laughs> There, oh there wow! This is the, the end good. arranged for marching band. <laughs> Doors on parade. <laughs> well, I got to listen to easy Doors listening versions of that. Mushroom medley. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go. That's it, the story it, of yeah, John, that, right that, there. That that goes back to the and the the other part of that is that there was the, a certain record they put on when I was in very young, um, called the Little White Duck. Yeah, that uh, I apparently I would sit there and just you know zone out to it, and they they would eat dinner and just play it over and over again. Over, <laughs> so they'd have some peace and over again. Pro- I th- I think that's Burl Ives singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the little white duck, well, a jolly Christmas. Little, uh, yeah. I've been working on his other good Burl Ives impersonation. Good one was Fupa Whoopa John. Now, now, there's a story behind. I mean, you can look that up. Fupa. I, I guess I need to hear it. I don't know. Oh, Fupa Whoopa John. Oh, well, so I was singing it one day in orchestra rehearsal with my students. And, you know, start like recently. Yeah. Be, well, yeah. I mean, oh, no, man, you're getting old. I'm, I'm getting old so I can do that because I don't give a crap anymore. I don't care what anybody wow. thinks. I don't care what anybody thinks of me at all. It's, it's just freedom. man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I, I started singing this and then I stopped and one of my students it finished the phrase. And I went, holy crap. Okay, that's oh, weird. weird. That was really odd. They, they don't know. They still don't know about Fireside Theater because every every once in a while, for years now, I'll just kind of deliver half a line. You know, I don't know. 
And it and never gets nothing. picked up. It never gets picked up. And um, I'll, I'll just kind of stop and say, well, you know, someday your kids, your kids will be in the Fireside Theater. And you'll be coming to me. You're going to be crawling to me to explain the meaning of that, which I don't understand myself. No, right. That's what I do. Well, that, that reminds me of a story which I relayed here probably before, and John edited it out, but or John can edit this out. <laughs> but but I... Uh, I was I was in a play and and we were at the curtain call and and uh, and uh, J D Ackerman and I were taking our bows and I I looked at the audience and I said ah oh, look at those buffalo and he said they're ready so it it, it, it does happen that somebody will respond well well, Cur- well Curtis yeah. Curtis Price uh, knows about Firesign Theater because his dad knew one of them. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Phil Proctor. Yeah. That was just my guess. It was. Because Phil Proctor is, I think Phil Proctor is one of my friends on Facebook, but I'm not sure. Really? Ooh. Okay. I'll have to look. Oh. Uh, well, we'll have to make a note of that. Uh, <laughs> Curtis apparently listens to the show. Hi, Curtis. And yeah. Most yeah. everybody eventually becomes a guest. <laughs> <laughs> one of us. One Maybe of Phil us. Proctor. Maybe Phil Proctor. Maybe he could. So let's we'll get back oh. we'll get back to the Nolzeum as we start our list. Uh, <laughs> certainly. This is a heavy topic on your mind, I think, isn't it? The Nolzeum. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about the Nolzeum quite a bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um and why lately? Because this is uh, today is is Uncle Scott Eve. Uncle Scott's birthday Eve. Our, our our brother Scott, yeah, yeah, who I call Uncle Scott, yeah. but he calls me Uncle <laughs> <Yeah>. Bruce. <laughs> well, no, we we, we we went through a phase where we called each other Uncle also. So. <laughs> no, some of us still do. Did this, yeah, <laughs> Uncle this, Sean, and... I, you know, this kind of goes back to you know when when we had little kids and all this stuff. Oh, that's your Uncle Scott, and so you know all this. You know, when our kids were little. Oh, so. right, it, it's not. It's not like an Uncle Tom reference. <laughs> well, I think we never out. actually had a, an Uncle Tom. No, there's no Toms in this, the family, so no, it's not. I just ignored that. I've seen a Knowles fly. <laughs> that, that, no, that, that's, a, that, that's an official Knowles family rule. You cannot name any of your kids Tom. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's like written down in the, in, in the creed. I think it's in one of those uh, family history books somewhere. It, uh, it oh, is. Could be. It is. Right right next to the uh, page uh, that has a big picture of Pearly. Pearly Knowles? Yeah. Oh, oh he was one of the, the lesser known stooges. No, he was. <laughs> he was no, no. He was the one that the Governor Knowles State Forest was named after. Pearly? I did not know this. I knew about Governor Knowles. Wisconsin Governor. Former yeah. Governor oh. Knowles. Who has a who has a bug infested park named after him, right? Yeah, it's a little, I'm little glad. strip of land on the St. Croix River there on the border. Get there and drink your seltzer water. I, I think I need to go visit it and at least you know, pose in front of the sign or something. Let let's go and uh, do a field trip, an audio field trip there. <clears throat> go on a, a nature hike. And uh Yeah, apparently you need to bring a lot of uh, insect repellent. Or a spacesuit. Oh. <laughs> I'll bring my my collection of hazmat suits. 
Well, I think we'll probably all be in wearing those eventually, even in nature hikes here pretty soon. So it's yeah. fine. Well, sure, <laughs> it helps ice. with bug bugs and viruses and all kinds of things. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's Uncle uh, Uncle Pearly there. Uncle Pearly, who who is uh, Pearly? Uh, re- yeah, Pearly. He's related because he had, he had good teeth. Was that the? Uh, yeah, I don't know why they called him Pearly. I don't. Okay. I think he liked pearls. He was Could into be. pearls. So, so that was he the had famous a Knowles. fetish that governor did. <laughs> well, it, what? And then there's Put, uh, to, uh, Tony Knowles, who was uh, oh, senator from Alaska. Not wow. related. Was not reelected. Not, not related either. No, he's not. Unfortunately, he had no. some cool campaign signs though when he was running for reelection. Wasn't enough to save him. It was not enough. I have one of those signs. Uh, it was a, a friend of ours uh, was in Alaska when he was running, and they couldn't resist, and they went and stole the sign to bring back to us. That's probably why <laughs> no, he I lost. Done that too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Beyonce Knowles. Yeah. Cousin Beyonce, as we call her. Definitely I called related. her Uncle Beyonce, but that was... <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Everybody's my uncle. So one of the things we talked about a long time ago on this show was was our experience uh, uh, eating at Shakey's in Rapid City, and Bruce worked there at one point. I oh, did. Man, I wanted to ask you about that. See, I've been I, waiting all would... this time to 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 get the official the but bird's eye lowdown on this caper. <laughs> well, so what era did? <laughs> what era? What, what era did you? It, did you work there? Was it like when they, when they had the banjo guy and the black and white movies and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Or was it after? No, that? no, no, no. It, that that was it. That's before they put on um, the edition and all the games and all of that kind of stuff. I think the only one they had was the the duck one or something that I don't know how it worked. Duck hunt. Yeah, duck hunt or something like that. And that was it. Oh, yeah, and so they oh, had. Oh, that was Happy Joe's. They must have they must have bought it from Shakey's when it went under. So so <laughs> no, Shakey's just... <laughs> was was actually was actually uh, the guy who owned the f- franchise here. His son was one of my best friends from high school, uh, Mark Schmidt, the trombone player. Mark could play the trombone with his foot, and uh, th- operate the slide <laughs> with his foot. And so we did, you know, the school variety show together, called Cobbler uh, Cobbler Capers. Oh. Rest in peace, by the way. Oh. I think I've seen a picture of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was Bruce wasn't um was that him on the cover of some school magazine that that yeah, I the, can see a picture of you and and a trombone player. Yeah. And he's yeah, that was Mark that was Mark Schmidt. Is that him? That was Mark okay. Schmidt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that picture. That's a great picture. Yeah, and so uh, so he became, uh, amongst other things, <laughs> research, uh, researcher for Prozac or something. I don't know what <laughs> that had to do with playing trombone. <laughs> and he was a good player. Oh, it makes sense to me. Yeah, there you go. He was a tromboner, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's what I refer. Yeah, to so so they needed they needed some help at Shakey's, and so okay, I need need a job, so I went in there and chipping away at the crawl space didn't pay very well. It made pizzas, and so you had to wear all that old fashioned, you know, eighteen eighties stripy shirt, and then you had to wear this hat, <laughs> this red hat that was made out of plastic. So that was that was fine if you were shoveling out the parking lot in the winter. 
but you know it, was, it got really hot and i the in ovens. the ovens yeah i'd stand by the ovens and make all these pizzas and i've been sitting here and of course that's their setup was that people would order their pizza at this little um at this little booth right when you walked in they walk around the corner and as they were waiting Window. to pick it up here was this glass they could watch their pizza being made which was unfortunate for them oh. because i quite often dripped sweat into that pizza i mean what was i supposed to do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what was i supposed to do I remember I, I may have watched you make the pizzas at once because I was fascinated. Oh, did that. you get sick? And the... <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of, but it was a good sick. <laughs> it wasn't from the food. There you go. So, but then, but, but then you had to go back and do prep and all that other, you know, it goes with any kind of restaurant job like that. But my favorite was, um, was mixing, <laughs> mixing up the uh, tomato sauce, which they, they kept it like in this, in this basically a plastic garbage can back in the cooler, you had to go back there and I don't know dump these packs in there. Then you had this thing that was basically a canoe paddle and stir it around. <laughs> it was great. You get splinters on your pizza every so often, right? Yeah, yeah. So well, you didn't need to need toothpicks, you know. So you just had. It. But every See, but, that's customer service. But so so Mark Schmidt and I would we would go in and he would get us trombone. I bring my bass sometimes and we go and, and and play with those guys, the banjo player and the the piano player who played along with the movie and all oh, of that. Gigs at Shakey's. Gigs at Shakey's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, an early gig. That's cool. I remember those sing-alongs. Yeah. What was your favorite tune? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't remember it that much, but. Well, that's okay. I didn't have a favorite tune, sure. really. I didn't like any of them, but it was nostalgic, no doubt. Yeah. I, no, right. I, I, I got a big kick out of that. No, I don't know. I can't remember a particular song. I, I It probably was a Pearl song. <laughs> no, I'm just Could kidding. have been Foopa Whoopa John. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, Br- uh, Phil, have you ever seen Burl Ives like, doing serious acting? In lucky movies. No, I I've seen a scene from um, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, right? Yeah, he he did a number of things. He he used he to play heavy. Yeah, he was heavies, and he he actually played real bastards <laughs> in no. for a while. He he definitely was oh. not not the the weird snowman from Rudolph that we all remember. <laughs> and he no, didn't I, sing. I, I would love to. No. <laughs> Cat on the Hot Tin Roof, the musical. <laughs> Is that yeah. like Streetcar? Yeah. What? Yeah, Streetcar well, from The Simpsons. Right, so, yeah. so, so good old Burl Ives. And of course, my father was very much into folk music at one point in his life. Right. Um, and in, in fact, you know, learned, had a guitar and would sing to us every night. I don't, I don't know if he ever did that uh, when you were growing up, John. Oh, he did, he was, I definitely got, remember him singing. Yep. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. was yeah, still and I don't that. know when he stopped, but I, I def, I have a vivid memory of him singing folk songs and playing his uh, Bob Dylan model acoustic guitar. Yeah, it's it was a Martin. Oh. Yeah, it's a good guitar. Yeah, well, I mean for what it is, you know. But, um, right, right. No, I, I don't know what ta- happened, but yeah, he used to sing. I remember him digging that guitar out of the closet once. Actually, no. He was he was trying to find the Volga Volga yachtsman or boatsman or something because he knew I was a bass and choir. Oh, the so. throat singer guys. So he's like, "Oh, you got to hear uh, hear these guys, these 
Russian, these, these weird Russian guys. And I saw the guitar too, and I thought, oh, what's that? So, but he didn't let that, me play that. That was pre trollololo. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, that was something my my dad <clears throat> used to to love to do was uh, make people listen to and watch things. Now, okay, now, you, but you don't take that I, out know, of I picked that up from him. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's it sounds kind of pervy, actually. <laughs> yeah, that, that did you did you know did you know Burl Ives once played a character named Big Daddy? I don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that that snowman character had another carrot. No, that was (laughs) no. But this, yeah. So that was one of the things. Oh, you got you got to listen to this. So, but yeah, you you've done that. John's introduced me to different uh, music and things like that. I remember John was into into uh, Tamita for a while there, (laughs) and uh, my electronic music phase. Yes. Some Japanese electronic music, I think. Oh, yeah. Tomito was this goofy Japanese recording artist who who did classical music covers. And they, I mean, they are really, really cheesy. Uh, Oh, I, well, they were then, but they really are now. But, um, (laughs) but the amount of work I think it took for him to record all that stuff with the tech of the day was just insane. It was just, uh, you know, because he would he would do an entire symphonic score on his analog Moog synthesizers or whatever he was doing. And yeah, it's it's very complicated. And um, again, so time consuming compared to now, you just throw it in GarageBand. It pops out in 30 seconds. Well, it might be a little longer than that. Yeah, but no, no, I I, uh, uh, I, uh, yeah, but I I, I got I was in a tomato phase, (laughs) tomato. Tomato, tomato, tomato. His his cover of the Star Wars theme is hilarious. If you ever go Google it or something. Now, now wait a minute. Did he do the music for the Cosmos or not? Who did the music for the Cosmos? Oh, that, that might have been him. No, no, yes, exactly. It is him. Now you're right. No, so actually, I knew about the, the I knew about the Tomita before. His, yep. Yeah. No, I knew about Tomita before I before you introduced me to him. I guess it. Mm-hmm. But I made the connection through you. I was oh, that's the Cosmos guy. Yeah, I wasted a lot of money buying his LPs. Oh no, I still have most but, of them too. They're ooh, but later, later on, I got into other uh, Japanese electronic music like uh, the Yellow Magic Orchestra, and uh, <laughs> so it all. <laughs> I don't that, know. Is that supposed to be funny? Or <laughs> no, that's what they were called. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see my Yellow Magic? <laughs> The axis. They're like the Asian craft work, yeah. <laughs> they they kind of were, yeah. Well, okay. But one of them got into video game music. Well, I I need to get another beverage, but you can keep talking if you okay, want. Okay, we we'll take our break. Yeah. All right. Yep. So break. just keep recording. Just leave everything running. And I brought the no, bottle with me, so I don't later. have to get up. <laughs> Well, I was, I was going to ask Phil, say, Phil if he, he got another Manhattan or what he's got now. Oh, I I don't normally go up on my other beverage, but I, I got some. Uh, uh, <laughs> Fire water. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Thank goodness for editing. No, um, high west, upper west. No. <laughs> upper west side. I got upper some upper west. Some upper East Side, West. 
You got some high west. <laughs> yeah, double right. Okay. Upper East Side West, Upper East West, East North Street. From Utah, home of Mitt Romney. Actually, Mitt. is he from Massachusetts? Yeah, he was a gov. Yeah. The gov. Yeah, he's, sure. He, he, he invented in the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, Romney Care. He, he did. <laughs> okay, no politics. But he had he had to go home to Utah to get to get uh, whipped and and bantered about by his constituency for going up against Trump. Has he has he been uh, buffeted <laughs> by, by Warren? By Warren, Warren yeah, by yeah. Warren, yes. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren Buffett. Yeah. No, uh, he actually is working at a Shakey's now. He's playing the banjo. So yeah. I don't know. I'd I'd like to see that. Absolutely. He he might play a mean banjo. Yeah. Speaking of banjos. Oh no. Um, I'd like to see a mean one. <laughs> yeah, they they can't be. I I think. Steve no, Martin had a joke about. So that. yeah, Steve Martin was popped into my head, and I <clears throat> Phil, I sent you this earlier today, but. There's this really strange re-edit of Blade Runner, the movie. Out yeah, there. I, I didn't. I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, it, it's it, it's you can find it on YouTube, but it's like is Steve Martin in it? Well, yeah. it, it, it's it's a re-edit. Most people think it was Harrison Ford. With a whole Ford, bunch of other movies in it, and it includes so it's it's Blade Runner intercut with a whole bunch of other movies, including The Jerk oh and The God. Blues Brothers. And a whole what? bunch of other stuff. How does that even make sense? <laughs> it you know it you know it, it doesn't work a hundred percent, but some of it is really funny. The okay. way that they inter they intercut you know, and, and of course Harrison Ford is a big denominator in a lot of the movies. So they they have parts of like the conversation, you know, the the uh, Coppola movie that he plays a part in, and Star Wars and other Wait, things. Was he in that movie? I don't remember that. The conversation. Um, I didn't remember he was in that movie. Yeah, he is. I, I should watch it again. Yeah, he play, he plays this goon that works for the bad guys. Okay. And yeah, they they intercut a whole bunch of stuff from the Blade Runner scenes with Star Wars and other stuff he was in. It, it's wait wait weird. some of it's very clever. wait wait is that Burl Ives you're talking about? No, no. <laughs> if he's in there, he's, I didn't catch he's him. A, he's the heavy in Blade Runner. Okay. Yeah, he's oh, a robot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a replicant and I can't sing a song about being a robot. Oh, anyway. Now you sound like the guy from The Hobbit. No, I, I, I'm i trying not to. It's in the same voice you're, family, Well, but... your your voice is too quivery, I think. Is uh, the... <laughs> no, no, I, I've been working on a Burr Lives impersonation, well, but I, it, it's tough. You need to work tough. a little more, I think. No, I, I've done it... I. I can't do it when I've had a couple of uh, Upper East North Street uh, whiskeys. Yeah, well, so, uh, so to, I was gonna. So, so my one of my sisters asked me to re- record, uh, my, do a video of myself playing the bass, playing a bunch of scales Outside. and Allstate Middle School Orchestra etude stuff. <laughs> and I was gonna, I was gonna do it tonight, and I, I think I have had too many beverages, so I've got to. <laughs> Oh, I think you've had just the right amount. Yeah, it'll be a little bit. <laughs> well, it's a, a sea shanty. A sea shanty. Oh. Or no, no. I I, I uh, yeah. I no, that was the first time I remember in Allstate. I was in choir though, but I uh, was still I stole a couple of the scopes 
out of the uh, maid carts. And oh, I was gargling in the mouthwash, right? Yeah, okay. and I was. Uh, and you drank them. I was gargling it because a lot, so quite a bit. For a hit. Well, I didn't quite understand why it was affecting me, but now I know. That was my first experience with. Uh, and that that was that that's what you took away from your first year at Allstate. Well, that and the hotel maids, but that's different. No, I'm kidding. That never happened. We've already talked about the Allstate trip. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> well, no, you that probably have some different stories, Bruce. Home, I think. Bruce has all kinds of Allstate. We only had a few. Yeah, I do. I someday it, when you're I'm, when you're retired, you can write a book. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell him. No. <laughs> <laughs> what happens at Allstate stays at Allstate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's truth to that, I think. Yeah. Uh. So, so Bruce, what during all your hours, extra hours at home, what what kind of things are you watching or entertaining yourself oh. with? Besides, besides time to lean. Oh yeah. Things. Okay. Well, so um, so we've been doing, um, you know, having four people, and we live in a relatively small house, you know, and uh, so we have to kind of try to put do some distancing here too, you know, so we can stand it. Cause my God, we're tripping all over each other and we're giving Skype lessons <laughs> all over the place at, at the same time at video conferencing. And oh, yeah, God. so it's, it's pretty crazy. So um, we try to do a, a family throwback movie um, every couple of days since we just take a turn of uh, picking a movie, you know, that maybe we watched in the past as a family from way back. So the last one that I picked was 27, 27- 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That are, wow. No way. I just watched it. Yeah. Song. And you know, yeah. not bad. I had never really, I'd never sat through the whole thing before. I, I kind of, I had this vague memory of Kirk Douglas singing with a seal. Yes, that's right. That, that was about, and then I, I, I'd read other articles saying it was actually pretty good. Yeah, you know, and it, um, it it really held it pretty well. I mean, my God, you know, it had James Mason in it, Kirk Douglas. Oh, uh, yeah. And Peter Laurie's Peter in Laurie's it. In it. Peter yeah. Laurie. And, and the seal, of course. Yeah. George or Frank or whatever, he, Tipsy, I don't know what he was called. So Sammy the Way Out <laughs> Seal. No, that's a <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Flipper. So, um yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we watched that, and that that held really that cool. held up really, really, really pretty well. I think so. And we're gonna do one tonight. As a matter of fact, I don't know what we're watching, but uh, then we're doing some series like um, we went uh, gone back and watched some X Files and all of that, which helped, which hold up pretty well. You know, okay. um, despite their 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 so, attempt at the comeback, uh, the X Files comeback uh, a couple years ago. Where I think, what do they do? They made like oh. six episodes. They were terrible. They were terrible. That's sad. Yeah. So they should have done a prequel with J.J. Abrams directing. Well, yeah. Well, th- never say never. Phil. Oh, it's such. <laughs> oh no! I keep giving such you a my great ideas. idea. Then you can make a musical out of it. Oh yeah, got a cover. <laughs> X Files the musical. X Files. <laughs> Audio files. Um, we we've really been. Um, I probably said this on our last one. I'll have to edit it out if I did. Oh, I. <laughs> um, is anybody paying attention? Probably not. Um, it is the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> yep, that's good. And um, we yeah. yeah we enjoyed that. It has it has some really the, the the people who write it put in lots of really interesting references and they go by pretty quickly. So it, it 
it's actually pretty rewarding for a sitcom. Well, I you need I something had a few, to feel like that. These I days. had a few free episodes of uh, after I got the Roku of the Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I've never never watched, and uh, so we watched a few of those. And it's one of those shows where you're laughing and you're kind of like, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but <laughs> I mean, it, it, some of the stuff in there is just terrible. I mean, there's no redeeming quality uh, uh, to these to to his character in a way. He's he's terrible. What what did you refer to him as? A misanthrope. He's a myth- misanthrope. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's obviously the less heartwarming side of Seinfeld. <laughs> Which yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> But I I've, I I laughed so hard at the first one. I don't know. I can't even remember. But yeah, I'd be interested. I have not really watched that show, and I wonder how it uh, again holds up because there's a lot of seasons of it out there. So uh, I couldn't believe how many seasons. I I looked it up because I was wondering, you know, how, do I want to get into this even more? But mm-hmm. I've watched a few of them, and uh, some are. I think the second or third, maybe it was the third one, was... <laughs> I don't get uncomfortable at stuff, usually, but... I I love that theme song, too, though. I have to say that... They, they've used that a lot in... Like, even just recently, uh, the Anderson guy on CNN... Anderson, Anderson inter- Cooper. I didn't know... I yeah, didn't know Burl Ives sang his theme song. Hey Bruce, I wish. Um, have you ever? Did you remember a show called "Have Gun Will Travel"? Uh, that was that was before my time. So I okay, yeah, yeah it, it's late fifties, I think. Now that I mention it, I, uh, I I I just started watching that. I, I got the first uh, series season. Sorry, I'm not British. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, series. I got the first series in my English show, <laughs> and yeah, there'd only be seven. Yeah, well, this, yeah, and this is of course network TV, and it's thirty or something like that. Thirty nine. Yeah, thirty nine. Yeah, that's right. Thirty nine half hour episodes. It, it's a western. Um, um, so far it's good, and Bernard Herrmann did the music for it. Oh yeah, <laughs> was he the Twilight Zone guy? Yeah, well, he did some of them. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot of weird stuff, and I, every so often I hear anecdotes about. About him and I, th- I think part of the reason he did so many oddball things is because he was kind of kind of a tough person to work with I think and so he didn't <laughs> always get get a lot of jobs <laughs> in in with the big movies so uh, sure he kind of got did work where he could get it I guess but uh, well well Bruce what what's your favorite soundtrack of a movie do you have one my favorite soundtrack or Maybe your top three or something. I don't know. It's hard to pick. Oh, sometimes. my top three? I don't know. You know, I, 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 I just have to. I mean, although it seems common, I just have to go back to the Star Wars movies because because yeah, John Williams yeah. stole so much great music from so many great composers <laughs> and yes. and made he, he, he wove he it in. It, yeah, he made it work. He made it work. It's I, I think it's really masterful, and and people dump on him a lot you know, for that. But yeah, I, I think those are great. He was kind of the Carl Stalling of, uh, <laughs> well, of, 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 of Oh my gosh. And I would say, and I would say for classic, more classic films. So the, the corn gold film, uh, soundtracks are great. 
Um, that mm-hmm. is certainly, certainly wonderful. And, but my earliest television memories were, uh, I think my first one was not Have Gun Will Travel, but was uh, the Soupy Sales Show. And I think I saw that when I was like two, <laughs> two years old or something in California. And I don't know, maybe it's just a cow. I don't know where it came from. But, but it was Soupy Sales, we thought, was, was going off at the a aircraft carrier on a skateboard, which, of course, wasn't him because that's like, an amazing stunt, and I'm sure that person died um, off that. But <laughs> okay, okay, just so stop right there. So soupy is it? Is that soupy like Campbell yeah, soup? Yeah, yeah. Or... Soup, soup, soupy sales. He was a comedian in you know 1940s. Oh, and 50s. okay, like red buttons. Yeah, or... yeah. <laughs> you don't know who Soupy Sales is, John? I don't. Where have I okay. been? Oh. No, no, that's that's okay. He wasn't one of the more famous ones. Yeah, no, but. no. I'm missing, missing but, out. But but locally, okay. and that, of course, I grew up on Captain Kangaroo, which, of course, featured the great bass virtuoso, Mr. Green Jeans, <laughs> who, was, right. who, who portrayed the old folk singer. And, of course, he thought, oh, okay, old folk singer, I'm going to make this funny by not having a guitar. I'm going to have a string bass and put it on my lap and, and be silly. So, so That is very <laughs> silly. It, it is very silly. Wow. Very silly. I, I've been told I resemble Captain Kangaroo right now because I haven't had a haircut in a long time. You might. Captain Kangaroo had, I, yeah, I've had got, a hippie I've, look. I'm getting really big sideburns. <laughs> yeah. Because I normally, I normally get my haircut once a month, and it's it's getting bad. <laughs> well, maybe I could look like uh, Miss Green Jeans. We could do a little episode. See, there's our next uh, YouTube show we can do. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. No, I and, and, and I was reminded of of your comment, Phil, about doing uh, li- live stream video game playing the other night. I was I went back to my PlayStation and played that uh, Uncharted game, which is basically an Indiana Jones ripoff where you run around Incan temples and stuff like that. And I was thinking, you know, I I, I could be live streaming that because I I'm cursing and dying all the time and drinking my scotch and. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I, I think you'd get a following. I, I'm I'm getting very slightly better at it, but um, fortunately, when you die, you don't have to go back very far. So. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. No, it's it's pretty forgiving, and I or or you can be shot like 50 times before you die or something like that. Because <laughs> I play on easy mode. Oh well, we should have an easy mode for this episode. No. <laughs> Means you don't have to listen to it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And here's a song. Hey, let's do an audio commentary of this episode later. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) So Bruce is a, you know, like a conductor guy. You know, kind of conductor. Yeah, he's all that. So what? What does he conduct? What, electricity? Oh hi! How's he? Kind of on the Elsa or Edison? Conducting himself right now. That's the question. <laughs> well, what if? What if? What if? Well, let's see. What have been your most? Uh, what's your most challenging song you've conducted? Uh, the little white duck. The little white duck. <laughs> oh. The, the prog rock. Version. Oh my gosh! Oh, um, oh yeah, I, I did a well, I did a Theophanides piece last summer um, to uh, to a film, and that was that was really hard because you had to sync it to the film, 
you know, and then you had to, uh, and you had to do it live. Right. So, um, and it was one yeah. of those pieces which had, you know, it went four, four, three, four, fifteen, eight, nine, sixty. You know, it's like really uh, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, play, playing that kind of stuff, you always you you have to draw like so many slashes in them just just to keep the stupid things straight. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the Stravinsky Soldier's Tale, right? Where you you basically have like two quarter notes, yeah, bump, bump bump and then everybody else goes through all these meter changes and it looks like hell and um i think <laughs> or or the last page of the right or the last screen. page of the right yeah, yeah and, and i've known guys who they would just write write the bass part out in quarter notes <laughs> to the soldiers I, you know i've often wondered about that after playing it last time i, I just thought, thought yeah. yeah you could totally just write this normally quote quote <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just being a fucker yeah <laughs> Yeah. Now, now I'm going to say I've never conducted that piece, but that might be something I'll put on next spring because, you know, that's about all you're going to have, you know, five musicians and a you narrator. Might as well go out in a flaming. Glass. Yeah. Yeah. If you need a narrator, I know a guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can do it via Skype. Wrong. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. The pause that refreshes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I ended up speaking of audio commentary. It's I just finished the uh, audio commentary of Catch Twenty Two. So, oh. and that has some that has some nice wind, wind scenes too. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you find that interesting, Phil? Oh, it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. But it was it was kind of like a master class, <laughs> in in like a film studies class or something. It was I don't uh, know. Steven so- Steven Soderbergh and Mike Nichols on the same track. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. It was weird. That's kind of a weird thing to enjoy, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> I'm asking yeah, the wrong I, people here. Yeah. But... It's weird. Scare because I don't know. What... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that my cousin Ellen? I don't know. No, I'm. So, I I have a confession to make. I I uh, I'm multitasking here. Um, I, yeah, I, I have the stuff I have to do for work that I have to watch these videos and then make some kind of commentary and then yeah about trauma training. So. I'm doing my trauma training at the same time. So that means that I put the video on and turn the sound down. Um, It got away from me. And then you get credit for watching it. I get credit for watching it. So so wait, why don't you record all three of us doing an audio commentary on the trauma training? I think this will will be really funny. When you realize the weekend is over and Monday morning you've got to go back to school or to work. Getting out of comfortable bed yeah. to get ready in the morning. So the, instead of the song Crazy Train, it's getting the trauma train. train. <laughs> 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 on the trauma train. Oh, on the trauma train. And, and you got to put on pants again? Pants. Oh, yeah. Pants, man. Yeah, I, I actually went to the office so today. To I had off. to wear pants. These are things I want you to relate to yourself. When what you kind of pants? What are you wearing right now? Oh, you're some crazy pants. Crazy pants. I wear the pants of a clown. <laughs> a clown pants. Oh no! But my shoes, my shoes are stilettos. 
Now that is crazy. My hair is of Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> With his green chains. Yeah. <laughs> the lyric, song lyric. Uh, smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Oh. Now don't tell me there's nothing to do. <laughs> That's one of those old song. masturbation songs. <laughs> or doing drugs. Both. I don't know. Yeah, it's like dancing with yourself. <laughs> Billy Idol, yes, famous. We've really well, hit all the it... classics, haven't we? <laughs> Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, the Oak Ridge Boys did that song. I know. Elvira. You can't. You can't believe it. I should do a dramatic reading of Elvira. Elvira. I don't remember the last of lyrics. Elvira. <laughs> That's all you know. <laughs> It wriggled and wriggled and wriggled inside her. Elvira. <laughs> no, okay. that's not it. You, you used that joke last time. Not Elvira, though. Oh. I was riffing. <laughs> Free associating, man. All right. Well, it's time Fine. to get back to the Nolzeum. So. Okay. <laughs> we've come. We've come full circle. So, okay, now the way I'm envisioning this is like uh, Madame uh, Clouseau's uh, wax figures of all the famous Knowles in the crawl space. <laughs> That's right. The Bem. That's right. Museum? That's right. It could be a wax museum of, of Knowles figures, past and present. <laughs> Uncle Alan could be there. Uh, and uh, Pearly. Well, we, we, don't need, we don't need a wax cut thing of uh uncle alan because we i think there's a, still a cardboard cutout somewhere oh right? that was of uncle scott oh shit. yeah oh. yeah ah. because because he would never show up so if that happened in that house you were in trouble because people would of course you know d- d- dump on you and make cardboard cutouts of you and tear you apart that sort of thing <laughs> which is yeah. pretty mean but there you go he should have been there well, that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So, in the crawl space. So, this Knowles Museum thing, uh, Nolzeum, sorry, is that going to be kind of like on, in Chamberlain? You're you cross. You're almost going to cross the river from he, this side, and it has the uh, oh, the South Dakota Hall of Fame or something. It's going to be kind of like that. It's going to be bigger than that. Yeah, it's going to be walled okay. drug big. Like there'll be signs all around the world, 15 zillion miles to the Nolzeum, you know, that sort of thing. That way to the Nolzeum. Free <laughs> ice water at the Nolzeum. No, free, free, free scotch and water. Free, scotch, free exploding root beer. <laughs> yeah. That could be. No, that would be you five know, I missed out on the Barnes root beer. I don't remember it. They must have stopped by the time I came around. Yeah. Well, they were still making the ketchup, though. Well, the ketchup and the famous iced tea, of course. And the, pickles, the bread and but butter pickles. Yeah. I don't remember the root beer. Yeah. The root beard. Casparilla. You know, may- maybe Faith was so um, appalled by <laughs> by your experiment that she stopped. <laughs> that, that could be. She felt she was endangering people with bequeathing them that knowledge <laughs> to be corrupted. Yeah, it's creating a doomsday machine. Yeah. Oh. Uh, maybe that's why why my dad always found it so funny when we w- would watch the the classic movie Holiday Inn and Bing Crosby would bring his uh, can or his peaches in jars to the 
dressing room and they all exploded. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a lot like that, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a character named Peaches in Fireside Theater? Uh, bottles. Bottles. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you mean bottles. I mean, bottles. <laughs> Hi boys. Yeah. I I don't I don't I don't what know about the my references pickle? as well. <laughs> yes, but it was in his pocket. We were just having a friendly round of in the spin pickle. the pickle. <laughs> so when I came for, when I first came out to uh oops you came I out well <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> I didn't tell you. No, <laughs> we're 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 coming full circle again. No, this is, uh, no, I don't know what that means in Spanish. No, this, so I, when I first came out to Minneapolis, there was a Rocky Rococos. Um, and I was like, what? <laughs> That's a real place. I couldn't, I don't know. Yeah, where did that come from? I don't um, know. I, there, there are still a couple of those left. But I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> so which came first? I, I, I highly doubt that there, there was a pizza chain named after a Fireside Theater thing. That's a great question. I honestly don't know if that. <laughs> There's no way that could have come from that, could it? But why would they have used that name? No, but it had name? the same. It had this little guy with sunglasses, and I, I don't know. It seems awfully close. Yeah, I, it's the same thing. It, which it came first? You, you guys don't even no, know. No, we're not remotely interested in that. We're beyond. We've got. We've moved on. Too bad. Rocky Rococo Pizza and Pasta is a chain of North American restaurants that specializes in pan-styled pizzas sold by the slice. It was founded in Madison, Wisconsin in 1974 by a pair of college students who took the name from a character invented in 1969 by the Firesign Theater. The Firesign Theater claimed ownership of the name and threatened legal action in 1985. But according to a legal precedent set by a similar case in Austin, Texas, they had weakened their case for copyright and finished in a 1975 visit to the first Rocky Rococo store where they gave the owners autographed pictures, which implied their approval of the name use. Lawyers. Case number 666. Well, okay, and that reminds me very little of a story. <laughs> yeah, see what I did yeah, there? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, I don't. Shor- shortly after, uh, we all, the the friend, our friend Lee and Phil and Sean, of course, was there. And we, we went to the Rocky Rococo pizza place and ate there. And. <laughs> We we after after leaving, it was revealed that one or more of us f- forgot to pay our, our tabs. <laughs> or all or all of or us. all of us. Yeah, we didn't pay Usually for it. What and and then within within like a short period of time after that, it closed. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we we would consistently blame ourselves for running it out of business. <laughs> if we'd only paid our bill, they fault. wouldn't have gone under. <laughs> well, they weren't charging people. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, we just hastened their decline, but uh, that, that's Which what I came think first of when there. I see a Rocky Rococo. Oh, but I, I don't know why one of us didn't say, hey, you didn't charge us, but whatever. Survival of the fittest. It was poorly managed. Rocky Rococo. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, is fine. Is this it? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Bruce has got to get back to his 
trauma videos. Is that like like get uh, back on the trauma train? Oh God, the trauma train. <laughs> I have to upload an attachment. Oh, oh good. Uh, attach this. <laughs> yeah. I need a double right. attachment. No, what what? Uh, I see. I'm watching a bunch of where I work. We have to watch like wellness videos, but you're like watching trauma yeah. videos. That's. It seems opposite. Yeah, that's because we've got lots of trauma here. Trauma right here in Rapid City. Starts with a T and it rhymes with P and that stands Upload. for... No. <laughs> Upload your file here. That stands for appendage. No. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Bruce. This has been very illuminating. <laughs> for the Illuminati. <laughs> Yeah, I I got to learn about John has been like obsessed with like weird audio things since he was two in a crib jumping up and down. So I'm not yeah. surprised. Yeah. And Bruce worked at Shakey's. Yeah, yeah, and it was and it was uh, in the, it where that what comes to mind with his obsession in where into my mind right now the image of him bouncing up and down was was not in the Noelzeum location but at the Wentworth branch did you know about that that's right the post the post the post flood home yeah yeah oh the flood where where we my family moved after the rapid city 1972 flood well but they moved there yeah it was literally but they moved there before yeah yeah so they moved to that house yeah so they moved out of rapid out of dark canyon oh they knew yeah moved out of dark canyon into that house about six about six months before the flood and that house was totally demolished so no i i remember what going around the dark canyon many years later and there would be like stairs going nowhere and stuff it was i guess before i realized post-apocalyptic that wasn't a real uh Thing back then, but I remember going around that those. Maybe I went to your old house. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it, that that was the big thing. Our, our dad would take us down there to see it, and all that was left was this gas main or something like that. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> where we used to live, boys. You could have been <laughs> born there. Match. Yeah, and if and if you're not good, you're going to live there again. That's also where I used to throw my shoes. And <laughs> it, was, it was, it, and that was actually a primo <laughs> spot. Oh, famous! Not only to lose your yeah. shoes, but but <laughs> but until the flood, at least a primo spot for a house because it was a bend in the creek. There was a there were a couple of these giant big rocks kind of damming it up, and there was a little sinkhole there or something in the creek where there was you could you could dive from these rocks, which you you could climb on easily. And uh, it was like a little swimming hole there. We, oh, we, it was wow. fantastic. Of course, everybody else knew about it. So there were always these, always these ne'er-do-wells hanging around out there partying and <laughs> jumping in the creek. But uh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, it was beautiful. Beautiful. It was too good to yeah, last. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It only had one and a half bedrooms yeah. in it or something. So it probably would, would have outgrown it. But yeah. You would have to definitely dig out the crawl space on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. Big time. <sighs> All right. And then... Oh, no. Kidding. That's it. No. No, oh, I don't well, And then, across the street from there, lived the Apples. Go the on. people named... The, 
they yes, were Rob. called they were called the apples, and that's because the uh, the the child didn't. Uh, there was a, a couple, and they had a child there. The child's name was Apple. And the 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 last name oh. was Chapman, and that was actually the brother of Sandy Chapman, a uh, longtime uh, uh, stagehand at the Civic Center and later manager of the of the theater. Good old Sandy Chapman. So, oh. he, you know, there's a connection there. And they had a rock band, and uh, that's probably where John really developed his love for the Beatles because they only knew one tune. I think it was Get Back. Um, it would play a day and night. Uh <laughs> So so there you go. There you go. Well, well Bruce, that. thanks for coming on the show. And, and then and then on top of that, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, uh, actually, down the road, Bob White lived. But... Any, in, in, anything to get out of your uh, <laughs> your training. I'm desperate. Did, did you know a Bob White? Yeah. Oh no! Oh, no. oh I I know a Bob White. Yeah. <laughs> I, my neighbor's name is Bob White. <laughs> well. Enough said he's everywhere. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Walter White. No, Bob. (laughs) Here's the song. Kellyquill is a thrill, fluba, zuba, zuba, fluba. He has a still by the old gray mill, zuba, fluba, John. Killed the still with his friend Phil. Work is done and there's time to kill. Hey John, oh John, I think it's time to leave. Maybe for kicks a drink they'll mix. Zuba, fluba, wooba, zuba. I'll watch a few of the old man's flicks. Fluba, zuba, John. Old scotch is old top notch. Drink too much and you'll get scotch crotch. Whiskey Dixie, Trixie Fixie. I think it's time to leave. an old wood tick. Hey John, oh John, I think it's time to leave. 